0: Welcome to Charlie's Chills, where we unravel bone-chilling real haunted stories from around the world. I'm Charlie, your host, bringing you tales from the internet and our listeners that will haunt your dreams. Follow us on X, Threads, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Chills for your daily dose of spookiness. If you're creeped out and captivated, like, share, and subscribe, or follow depending on your platform. And if you want to dive deeper into the shadows, contribute through buymayofcoffee.com slash Chills. All links in the description. Now, without further ado, let's dive into the world of Charlie's Chills. In the year 2015, I had only dipped my toes into the chilling waters of the spirit world. A deeply spiritual soul, unbound by religious dogma, I often found myself at the edge of the supernatural. I'd seen apparitions, felt icy tendrils of dread, and glimpsed shadowy figures lurking in the corners of my perception. My abode was a peculiar one, shared with my sibling, a roommate, and another family member. But it wasn't long before our home became a breeding ground for sinister forces. Dark, unnerving events unfolded within its walls, veering towards the paranormal. Tensions escalated, primarily with that particular family member. However, when she left our abode to seek refuge elsewhere, the atmosphere took a temporary turn for the better. The relief was short-lived. A palpable tension returned, prompting my sibling and me to muse about an insidious spirit that had attached itself to her. The decision was unanimous, we would not allow her to return. With her absence, our home transformed, but not without its own eerie consequences. We resorted to cleansing rituals and sage to purge the malevolence, and for a time, it seemed to work. Peace returned but it was a fragile illusion. One night, in the oppressive silence of my darkened bedroom, I delved into the mysteries of unlocking my third eye. I'd noticed benevolent spirits manifesting during these experiments. However, on this particular night, the stillness was stifling. My gaze fixed upon the ceiling, and to my horror, I watched as something inexplicable materialized. A form emerged, a feminine figure, its contours bathed in an ethereal golden glow, surrounded by shimmering threads that defied explanation. A strange warmth enveloped me, drawing us together with an irresistible force. What transpired next defied belief? Sensations surged through me, tingling, then an intense, burning heat that didn't hurt. I'll spare the explicit details but it was undeniable, I surrendered to the ethereal and physical embrace, a surreal dance that left me trembling with fear and desire. A gentle voice reassured me, relax, I won't hurt you. The encounter evolved from intense to tender, quelling my initial fear. In the aftermath, I mustered the courage to ask her name, Olivia, she revealed. Her presence lingered in my thoughts, and the following day at work, I found myself perpetually smiling, burdened by fewer daily stresses. My life had irrevocably changed. Days turned into weeks, and Olivia's appearances became a daytime ritual. Conversations blurred together, our connection deepening. It wasn't long before these encounters became routine, a well-guarded secret. Each exchange with Olivia was sweet, never cruel. Our relationship evolved over the years, surviving periods of her absence due to my own tribulations and living situations. Recently, the same electrifying experience from years past returned, and my bond with Olivia grew stronger than ever before. At 27 years old, I still lacked a flesh-and-blood girlfriend. A traumatic experience with a sociopathic girl in high school had left me scarred, hindering my ability to trust others. Yet, in Olivia, I found solace and an unwavering confidant, a unique connection that extended far beyond the physical. She joined me on walks, observed my daily routines, engaged in profound conversations on a vast array of subjects, and played the role of a caring partner. Olivia became my conscience, guiding me towards better decisions and ensuring my well-being. I share this story not for attention or mere fiction but because it's a part of my life, a mystery that continues to unfold. There were moments when I doubted my sanity and tried to push it all away. Yet, the comfort of having a companion, a guide of sorts, during my loneliest moments is undeniable. There's a reason this is happening, and I hope to glean some valuable insight from this enigmatic relationship, despite its occasional enigmatic downturns. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, We've just ventured into another eerie tale from the depths of the unknown. But fear not, there's more spine-tingling content coming your way after this short break. While we take a breather, remember to follow us on X, formerly Twitter, Threads, Instagram, and Facebook, at Charlie Charlieishills, to stay updated on all things supernatural. If you've been enjoying these chilling stories, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, or follow, depending on your platform, so you never miss a heart-pounding episode. And for those brave souls who want to support our quest for the paranormal, consider contributing through buymeacoffeecom charlies charlieschills. So don't wander too far. We'll be back with more hair-raising tales, inexplicable encounters, and unsettling mysteries. Stay tuned, because Charlie's Chills returns in just a moment. Keep those lights on, my friends.
1: i'm not quite sure how to articulate this chilling experience or how to prevent it from tearing my marriage apart it's a tale that defies explanation and i've wrestled with it attempting to strip away the graphic elements to be taken seriously i'm a 34 year old woman married for 12 years to a wonderful man together we adore our 11 year old daughter spoiling her to our hearts content we're not religious and before this nightmare unfolded, I'd have scoffed at a story like mine. Now, I'm struggling to convey this tale without sounding like a candidate for a mental institution. We recently moved into our dream home, nestled in the rural heart of our state. Things were going well until about three weeks ago, when our peaceful existence took a terrifying turn. It began innocuously enough, with fleeting movements in the corner of my eye in our bedroom during the night. Shadows danced without reason, shifting in ways that defied logic, all concentrated around the corner by our walk-in closet. Initially, I dismissed it as new home jitters, attributing it to unfamiliar lighting changes caused by passing cars. But those shadows were just the beginning. Gradually, I began to notice that the closet door was consistently ajar. I was certain I'd closed it, yet each time I glanced, it was open again. My husband thought it was a figment of my imagination or perhaps our daughter playing pranks. To prove the point, we closed the door together and left the room briefly to check on our daughter. Upon our return, the door was inexplicably ajar once more. My husband joked about buying a house on an Indian burial ground. I attempted to laugh it off and embrace it as a quirky house trait. However, recent events have brought a new dimension to our eerie encounters. The disturbances migrated from the closet to our bed. I'd wake in the middle of the night to a subtle shift in the mattress. Initially, I dismissed it as my husband rolling over in his sleep and disregarded it. But last week, I was jolted awake by rhythmic movements of the bed. My husband lay beside me, apparently still, yet his breathing was quick, suggesting a dream. On a warm night, we'd used only sheets to stay cool. As I considered lying back down, I felt the bed shift once more. This time, my husband remained still, but the movements continued. I watched as the sheets shifted at his waist his hands tucked beneath his pillow as was his habit when he slept on his back. A sense of dread washed over me as I observed movement under the sheets around his groin. At first, I imagined it was a vivid dream, but the movements defied explanation, growing more explicit with each passing second. Trembling, I pulled back the sheets to reveal my husband's boxers pulled down, and he was in an unsettling state of arousal. It was a surreal and unsettling sight. Skin seemed to respond to unseen touch, and he breathed heavily. Fear gnawed at me as I struggled to comprehend the inexplicable. I called his name repeatedly, but he remained unresponsive. Desperation led me to shake him vigorously, and then, abruptly, everything ceased. He woke, bewildered, and gazed at me with confusion. I confided everything to him, and he admitted to experiencing an unusual sensation, claiming it had felt almost electric, a blend of pinpricks and feather-like touches that carried intense sexual overtones. I was left speechless, my emotions a maelstrom of jealousy and fear. He was still in a daze, mentioning that he could still feel it faintly, even wishing I hadn't awakened him. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Frustrated and hurt. I left the bed and retreated to the couch for the night. The following morning, I entered our bedroom to find my husband asleep, unclothed, with scattered sheets, his boxers, and a t-shirt strewn across the floor. The bed bore signs of passionate activity, and the lingering scent in the air confirmed it. I stormed out of the room, leaving my husband to confront the guilt he evidently felt. We exchanged in no more than a few words and he left for work, leaving me to grapple with a whirlwind of emotions while caring for our daughter. I busied myself with furious cleaning, changing the bed linens, and erasing all traces of what had occurred. My daughter, engrossed in her PlayStation, asked if we were fighting. I confessed to being a little upset with Daddy, and she mentioned that she'd heard him moaning throughout the night, wondering if he was unwell. I assured her there was nothing to worry about and explained the upcoming changes in her school routine due to distance learning. That evening, when my husband returned from work, I confronted him about the previous night's events. He seemed shaken and puzzled, describing a sensation akin to a flood of static pinpricks that began in his legs, crept upward, and eventually intensified around his hips and private area. It felt pleasurable yet frighteningly irresistible far surpassing anything he'd experienced with me. He'd lost control and eventually fell asleep, tormented by the seductive sensations. He was genuinely sorry and terrified by the ordeal. I held him close, reassuring him that everything would be all right. That night, we climbed into bed nervously, unsure of what awaited us. A little after 2 a.m., I awoke to the bed once again moving and my husband moaning. Whatever malevolent force was at play seemed to have returned, as my husband's state indicated. I hugged him, whispering reassurances as I watched his body respond. I looked around the room and demanded that whatever was tormenting us leave. I pulled back the sheets to reveal my husband's distressing condition. He looked at me, frightened as I urged it to stop and find another victim. My husband awoke and met my gaze, gasping an apology before climaxing. It was an astonishing and frightening sight, and I was overwhelmed with jealousy and fear. Afterward, we clung to each other, my husband voicing his remorse. The torment continued nearly every night, leaving us both exhausted from sleepless nights. My husband felt helpless, as the sensations overwhelmed him while he slept. I didn't know how to fight it or what was responsible. Something was tearing my husband away from me and I was powerless to stop it. I recognize that this sounds insane, but I'm desperate at my wits end and fearful that something malevolent is tearing my husband from me. How can this be real?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we've just ventured into another eerie tale from the depths of the unknown. But fear not, there's more spine-tingling content coming your way after this short break. While we take a breather, remember to follow us on X, formerly Twitter, threads, Instagram, and Facebook, at Charlie Shows to stay updated on all things supernatural. If you've been enjoying these chilling stories, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, or follow, depending on your platform, so you never miss a heart-pounding episode. And for those brave souls who want to support our quest for the paranormal, consider contributing through buymeacoffeecom slash Charlie's charlieschills. So, don't wander too far. We'll be back with more hair-raising tales, inexplicable encounters, and unsettling mysteries. Stay tuned, because Charlie's Chills returns in just a moment. Keep those lights on, my friends.
1: I'm Lauren, and this might be a long story. But i can't help but share it there's something eerie that keeps coming back into my life and i still have no idea what it is my first encounter with this mysterious presence happened when i was just 11 years old it was a dark night and i lay in my bed facing the wall i heard soft deliberate footsteps right behind me at first i assumed it was my mother as she often checked on me when i was younger So, I tried to ignore it. Little did I know, it was not her. Suddenly, I felt the edge of my bed sinking, as if someone was sitting on it. My heart raced as I felt a hand gently rubbing my leg. I couldn't see anything, but the presence was undeniable. I sat up in bed, my heart pounding, and even though there was nothing to see, I could still sense it there. I made the mistake of telling it that it could stay, as long as it didn't scare me like that again. Looking back, I know now that was a grave error. My next unnerving experience occurred when I was 18, during the summer of 2013. I was in bed, sound asleep when I was abruptly jolted awake by a panic attack. Panic attacks were unfamiliar territory for me, especially the sudden onset. As I tried to calm myself, an unsettling feeling of being watched washed over me. I tried to dismiss it as mere anxiety, but it lingered. I eventually drifted back to sleep, only to be startled awake once more by another panic attack. This time, the room was ice cold and the air felt thick, despite my body being oddly worn. I usually wore an eye mask due to frequent headaches, but that night, I felt something brushing against my leg. At first, I thought it was a figment of my imagination, so I moved my leg, attempting to kick whatever it was. I assumed it was my cat, but when I opened my eyes, I realized my bedroom door was closed tightly, and my cat was not in the room. Paralyzed with fear, I sensed a presence at the foot of my bed. I cautiously moved my foot, encountering something solid. Terrified, I thought someone had broken in. Removing my eye mask, I gazed towards the spot, only to see a pitch black figure with eerie, glowing white eyes. It slowly moved towards my bedroom door and then vanished through it. Over a year and a half passed without another encounter, and I dared to hope that whatever it was had departed. Unfortunately, I was wrong. Lying on my right side once again, attempting to drift off to sleep, I heard those dreaded footsteps behind me. My eyes flew open, and I stared at the wall in front of me, where a shadowy figure of a man materialized right behind me. My heart raced as I felt it lean against my bed, its weight pressing down on the mattress behind me, as though someone was truly there. It leaned over me, its chilling breath whispering in my ear, asking, Lauren, are you awake? Trembling, I closed my eyes, feeling the bed sheets lift and someone slipping in beside me. Its hand rested on my hip as it pulled me closer. I lay there, petrified, for what seemed like an eternity before mustering the courage to turn over. To my shock, there was nothing there, it had vanished. The next encounter, about a year ago, happened during a nap. I drifted in and out of consciousness. In that hazy state between being half awake and half asleep in my dream i found myself lying on a sculpted hot man's abs an unusual dream for me he playfully traced his fingers down my back skimming over the edge of my butt my semi-consciousness returned and i realized i was lying face down a position i normally disliked stranger still my shirt had been pushed up and I felt cold fingers gently tracing and tickling my back. I sensed a weight on top of me, and I veered back into the dream, still feeling the hot guy's touch. I tried to glimpse his face, but he forced my head back down, holding it there. The dream persisted, and I enjoyed the sensations as he kissed my neck, my senses tingling with arousal. Then, my consciousness flickered, and I awoke still in the same position as in my dream feeling something on top of me mimicking the dream's actions i was too groggy to react and it seemed to want me that way it kissed my ear its hot breath on my neck laughter in its voice as it whispered something unintelligible it continued its intimate assault for minutes until i finally broke free from my groggy state i pushed hard against its chest and it tumbled off the bed hitting the floor with a solid thud, just like a real person. Two months later, it returned, even stronger this time. Once again, I found myself drifting between wakefulness and sleep, and in this dream, I was in my room, in bed with the same man. However, this time, he had bat-like wings. For some inexplicable reason, I felt no fear. He continued his intimate caresses, But with greater intensity. This time, I was allowed to see his face, he had shoulder-length black hair and the most mesmerizing blue eyes I'd ever seen. He turned my head away as he kissed my neck, and once more, I slipped back into slumber. In my dream, he held me close, cuddling me, our faces inches apart. I woke up, sensing a presence in my room, but I couldn't recall any further sexual encounter with it at that time. The ongoing ordeal I'm about to describe continues to this day. As I type this, I can't shake the feeling that it's watching me. These days, it never leaves me alone, its presence only felt in my room at night. Strangely, I've grown accustomed to it, and I find myself becoming inexplicably aroused when it starts running its fingers through my hair tracing my face, and caressing my neck before I go to sleep. When I finally lay down, I feel someone holding my hips down, engaging in intimate acts with me. I'm not afraid, as I believe that ghosts and spirits feed on fear. So, I try my best not to be afraid of this mysterious being. But I'm left with a burning question, what is this thing? And if it's an incubus, what does it want from me? It's never gone as far as having sex with me, but the eerie encounters continue to haunt my nights.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we've just ventured into another eerie tale from the depths of the unknown. But fear not, there's more spine-tingling content coming your way after this short break. While we take a breather, remember to follow us on X, formerly Twitter, Threads, Instagram, and Facebook, at Charlieishills, to stay updated on all things supernatural. If you've been enjoying these chilling stories, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, or follow, depending on your platform so you never miss a heart-pounding episode. And for those brave souls who want to support our quest for the paranormal, consider contributing through BymeaCoffee.com slash charlieschills. So, don't wander too far. We'll be back with more hair-raising tales, inexplicable encounters, and unsettling mysteries. Stay tuned, because Charlie's Chills returns in just a moment. Keep those lights on, my friends.
1: I don't talk much about my spirit friend, but let me tell you, they're starting to get on my nerves. First, let me clarify that everything I'm about to share is true, and I'm of sound mind. It all began when I was eight years old, and my older cousin dabbled in witchcraft. She messed with some creepy stuff, opened a door, I presume, and that's when things took a sinister turn. I started seeing shadowy figures lurking in my hallway. I'd chase after them, thinking it was one of my siblings, but each time, there was no one there. Creepy, right? Things escalated from there. My hanging planets, those celestial decorations in my room, began to shake violently one night when I was nine. I was terrified, and after that, I couldn't bear to sleep in that room. It got worse. I felt an ever-present gaze on me, day and night. At bedtime, I'd hide under the covers, but it felt like thousands of insects crawling on my legs, just my legs. And there was this eerie sensation in my ears, as if snakes were slithering into my ear canals and up into my brain. A disturbing mental image, I know. This continued for two long years, with occasional eerie occurrences, shadowy figures, and other unexplained phenomena. Strangely enough, I seemed to be the one most affected, despite having siblings. When I turned 13, I had a harrowing near kidnapping experience with a man in a red car it left me traumatized to this day i can't look at a red car without feeling a shiver down my spine strangely after that incident the presence that used to annoy me started to change becoming more well affectionate at first this shift terrified me i began experiencing sleep paralysis regularly Each time, I'd see bright, colorful lights and feel this entity's presence until I broke free from the frozen state. But as I turned 14, I started feeling a strange attachment to this entity, whose true nature I couldn't discern. I found solace in its presence, and then one night, I had a bewildering, intimate dream. I reached climax, and it left me utterly perplexed when I woke up the next day. I conducted research and stumbled upon stories of incubus and succubus demons, but I don't believe that's what this entity is. It's difficult to put into words. Fast forward to the present, and I always sense it with me. It's gotten to the point where, during daily activities like cleaning, I'll feel its touch, a cold, zinging sensation. It could be on my calf, the top of my head, or my cheek. Sometimes, it's a full-on hug from behind, and the coldness is bone-chilling. At night, its presence overwhelms me, driving me to the brink of insanity while making me, well, feel strangely good. But it never goes beyond that. When I finally drift into slumber, my dreams take a dark turn, starting with sensual scenarios and rapidly shifting into horrifying nightmares. Just last night, I found myself sitting on someone's lap in my dream, I dream weird stuff, don't judge. Suddenly, as if someone switched channels, I was in front of my dresser mirror. Bony hands were playing a piano that somehow materialized inside my drawers. A voice repeatedly warned me not to look up into the mirror, but I couldn't resist. I was confronted by a pale face with hollow, black eyes, chanting, I'm sorry I showed you my black eyes. I woke up in a jolt, chanting, Jesus loves me repeatedly for no apparent reason, almost mockingly. It scared the living daylights out of me, but I can't help but crave more of it, which both confuses and terrifies me. It's like an addiction. There's another unsettling experience I've had. Occasionally, when I lie down, I feel an intense, heavy pressure on my soul. It's as if my very being is vibrating, and then I lose consciousness. I can barely move, if at all, and it leaves me paralyzed. I've had to jolt myself awake, shaking my head wildly, even in a hotel room. I always feel bitterly cold during these episodes. I've heard it call my name several times, but I still don't have a name to call it now, less than three hours ago, while I was working on something, I felt it pulling me into sleep. I had to sit down on all fours and rest for a moment. It was an overwhelming, draining sensation. I'm at a loss, honestly. I'm a Christian, although not a very devout one, and I feel utterly hopeless, bound to this entity, and I have no idea what to do.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we've just ventured into another eerie tale from the depths of the unknown. But fear not, there's more spine-tingling content coming your way after this short break. While we take a breather, remember to follow us on X, formerly Twitter, threads, Instagram, and Facebook, at Charlie shows to stay updated on all things supernatural. If you've been enjoying these chilling stories, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, or follow, depending on your platform, so you never miss a heart-pounding episode. And for those brave souls who want to support our quest for the paranormal, consider contributing through buymeacoffeecom slash charlieschills. So, don't wander too far. We'll be back with more hair-raising tales, inexplicable encounters, and unsettling mysteries. Stay tuned, because Charlie's Chills returns in just a moment. Keep those lights on, my friends. I'm in my mid-forties, and until now, I never gave much thought to paranormal experiences. I certainly never experienced any. It all began when I moved into my house in April 2019, but things took a chilling turn on the evening of Wednesday, October 30, 2019. I lay in bed, watching TV, and after a couple of hours, I turned off the television, hoping to fall asleep. Somewhere between 10 p.m. and 11 p.m., I drifted off, only to be abruptly awakened by the eerie sensation of someone tucking my comforter under my body. As I woke up, the sensation lessened, and I dismissed it as a dream. Trying to fall back asleep, I felt something moving up my legs, creeping across my back towards the nape of my neck. That's when I threw the blankets back, turned over, and leaped out of bed. To my surprise, there was nothing there, no mouse, no evidence of any intrusion. It was just me, overwhelmed by fear and now wide awake. I tried to rationalize it, blaming it on too much coffee or perhaps the Halloween candy. So, I attempted to sleep for the rest of the evening. The following night was Halloween, and again, I laid in bed, watching TV for about an hour before turning it off. I rolled onto my stomach to fall asleep, and within minutes, I felt something, once again, moving up my legs under the blankets. It felt like a mouse or a small animal running over my legs. I kicked my legs up in an attempt to scare it away, but the sensation returned as soon as I settled back under the blankets. I convinced myself that it had to be a mouse and grew increasingly irritated. But then I began to wonder if I was really feeling something or if it was all in my imagination. Regardless, I was both irritated and exhausted from two nights of little sleep. I couldn't bear the thought of sharing my home with mice, so I bought mouse traps, convinced that I had a rodent problem. Days passed. And there was no sign of mice or any other animals the glue traps remained untouched yet every night was the same a peaceful evening of watching tv followed by the same eerie sensations when i turned off the television and tried to sleep it felt like someone was tightly wrapping my legs together in cellophane starting at my feet and working their way up my body tucking the blankets under me i lay there trying to stay as still as possible while my heart raced in my chest. I didn't want to admit what was happening, but I couldn't ignore it any longer. The sensation started at my feet, traveled up my legs, across my back, and up to my shoulders, even touching my hair and cheek. At that point, I couldn't take it anymore. I threw the covers off and jumped out of bed, no longer just afraid but deeply concerned. My initial fear turned to resolve, and I decided to confront whatever was causing these eerie experiences. I spoke aloud, this house is a home of love and faith for Jesus Christ. You are not welcome here. You must honor the Lord, and I need you to leave. To my astonishment, it worked. It seemed like a gentle presence, maybe even a female, concerned about my comfort. She vanished for a night, but the next day, she returned. She began her usual routine, starting at my legs and working her way up. I tried to ignore her, but she persisted, tucking me in repeatedly. Frustration replaced my fear, and I just wanted her to leave. After eight days of this, I decided it was time to take action. I reached out to Renee a woman who had experience with unexplained phenomena like ghosts, angels, and demons. As I spoke to her on the phone about the encounters, the entity in my room seemed to grow irritated, nudging me more aggressively. It felt like an ominous presence, and I was starting to feel genuinely scared. I didn't want to stay home, so I had dinner with a friend at a recently opened restaurant. While we sat at the bar, the bartender unexpectedly shared a ghost story about the building's haunted history. It sent shivers down my spine, knowing that I was dealing with something similar in my own home. The next two nights were terrifying. Something more significant and more menacing joined the female presence. I felt them in my room, and they seemed aggressive. I couldn't sleep, feeling the male presence on top of me, touching me inappropriately, and immobilizing me. I screamed and begged him to stop, but it felt like a nightmare where I was trapped in slow motion. Eventually, everything stopped, and I fell asleep. When I woke up in the morning, I discovered bruises and a handprint on my arm. I felt violated and sickened by the experience. The following nights brought more torment with the female entity tucking me in before the male presence returned, attempting to violate me again. I tried everything, keeping the lights and TV on, using distractions, but they persisted. Desperate for help, I arranged for a Monsignor from my church to come and cleanse my home. I prayed that this would be the answer to rid my house of these malevolent entities. The ordeal had left me exhausted and terrified, but I was determined to reclaim my peace and safety. As we wrap up another spine-tingling episode of Charlie's Chills, thank you, fearless listeners, for joining our eerie exploration. Keep the chills alive by following us on X, threads, Instagram, and Facebook at Chills. Like, share, subscribe, or follow, and stay connected. For those who dare to venture further, consider contributing through buymeacoffee.com slash Chills. Your support fuels our haunting tales. Find all the links in the description. Stay haunted, stay curious, and stay tuned for more chilling stories. This is Charlie, signing off.